You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. If you like to ramble, I'll tell you we are men, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. 2016, all right? And Pete Donaldson. I'll claim it for sure. <laughs> oh, happy new year to you too. Happy new year, Marcus. Yeah, 2016. It's the first Woo! one of the year with regards to rambles. This is our ninth year of doing this show. It's the ninth separate year we've done it. Right, not the tenth calendar year. Oh, it might be, yeah. I, I, I just thought that up at the top of my head. I haven't, I haven't written it down to prepare to what? say it. Why no, I think it's not. I think it's 07. Yeah, quickly, quickly. Yeah, it's the 10th, yeah. Why are we only Whoa. this popular? <laughs> <laughs> what a waste of time. Because talent, Taste. Because talent and like a dedication to having absolutely no social life only gets you so far. Right, okay. And we, all, we all need to die to be properly appreciated yeah. in our I time. We haven't done our 10,000 hours yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, it is a new year. And uh, no one can argue with that. Well, unless you follow the, the Chinese New Year, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I'd like, like, like to ask it's, you... It's ch- a Gregorian calendar New Year. Yeah. Thank you, Luke. It's very Western. That's right. And uh, is, which is what we are. I'll hide me for a calendar. <laughs> can you stop this now? Yeah. Or I've someone run, I've run out of tea. I a bit cold. Yeah, by accident. Can you stop this can now? Can you stop this now? <laughs> can you shut your noise? <laughs> Easy. Uh, right. <laughs> if you could choose a New Year's resolution 
for a specific man or a team or body, something like that, or a nice new shiny idea going forward in 2016, what would it be, Jim? Well, a lot of people, myself included, um, decide every year that they need to get fit yeah. in, in the year after, do a bit more exercise, take up a bit of running. Um, so that is what I think that Aston Villa should do. <laughs> should do a bit of running. I think Ronaldinho should do a bit of running as well. Maybe yeah. they could link up. Ronaldinho, isn't he? Ronaldinho, indeed. Mm. Um, I think they are I think running that's a, a bit, but they're just not, in the right not enough. Not with enough purpose. More no, sprints. Yeah. Indeed, more sprints. I mean, knowing you well, Jim, and seeing how out of shape you were when you were late to the studio a couple of weeks ago, mm. that is an ironic answer, if you don't mind me saying. Well, I did caveat it by saying I was one of those people. So, uh, <laughs> that's right. So, you can so. shove that back up your brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, Luke, what have you got? I've Do got better. A, I've got a semi-serious one, actually. Oh, yeah. I think I'll start the year as I mean to go on in a semi-serious <laughs> fashion. Put that away. Um, <laughs> I am sick and tired of well. seeing footballers at all levels not even bothering to do throw-ins properly, right? Mm. Ah. And referees rarely pull them up on it. Mm. So I think you just abolish it. Just don't worry about it. Let yeah. them do whatever they want. Yeah, well, let them, let them take free so kicks. So you can do underarm now. Yeah. Whatever you, want. whatever you no, want. I No, think, I, think, I think a two-handed throw. Any sort, okay, any sort of two-handed throw, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I agree with that. Because it's just pointless otherwise. It, it's, it's annoying because it's a rule that's not being imp- um, sort of fully uh, supported mm. by the officials. It's annoying because fans are always going, foul throw, foul throw, foul yeah. throw. And it's just no, absolutely no point to it. And the, all, it the, does is, all it does is serve to, to slow the game down as well. But you're only arguing over angles, aren't you, ultimately? Yeah. Oh, that Technique, was slightly in front but, of your head. That was yeah. slightly... It doesn't matter. But it's they're just practi- an angle. They're practically slam-dunking it at the moment. I'm not having it. You're right. Yeah, I was I was at Arsenal at the weekend, as we'll come on to in a minute, and it was there was about probably if you're going to use the letter of the law as I understand it, probably between ten and fifteen foul throws in the game. I'm Pointless. Su- I'm surprised Pointless. nobody has done the. Um, I, I don't think it was Steve Watson the first person to do it, but I'm surprised no one's done that kind of front flip. I think that's been out now. Is it? And I, I think just insurance purposes, like club by club. Oh, okay. So I, I, think, I think that clear, should yeah. be the rule. <laughs> you have to do that. You, you have, have to, to do, do that. that. As yes. long as you can do a flip, you can throw it however you want. <laughs> do as long as you that do way, a flip element cursor to it. Skill. I think I think keepers should have to take it and then belt it back to the. <laughs> oh, <be> brilliant! <laughs> or should we have kick it? No, kickings would be rubbish. Yeah, yeah. It'd just kick be long range bombs everywhere. would be loving it. That's true. Put some big Sam managers of Barcelona and Real Madrid. Keepers, I think keepers should have to take them in their own half because they can absolutely leather a ball with their hands if you can indeed that can work. <laughs> no, but you, you've still got to be Wang two. Uh, you've got to have two hands on the ball. I know, but they, I, what I'm saying is that, re, that usually um, keepers can throw that throw it really, really That's far. That's true. But they would have. To, would they, uh, does a keeper have to take his gloves off if he's taking a throw? No, he's got extra purchase. Extra yeah. purchase. Doesn't mm. he? Is there anything to stop an outfield player wearing gloves? Would it have helped Rory Delap? I mean, he was really good at them to have like to wear a pair well, of he throwing towels. Yeah, this towel, didn't but they? that he was that was like Adidas Predator um, gloves. Did they, <laughs> yeah, did they stop him having the towel? They did. That's okay. the, no, I've no, seen they no. They, no, they did. I did promise they, really? you. Yeah, they did. Uh, but I've if, seen. I know. Oh, I've seen them wipe the towel. Ta- wipe it with the towel. What about oh, recently? What about pitch side catapults? Like just big rubber ones. T-shirt cannons. I'm listening. Just exactly as it sounds like the ones fishermen have. Um, yeah. to, to throw bait in, just massive, mm-hmm. just sticking out of the ground. I suppose you'd wheel them along, wouldn't you? Because you need the throw-in to be in a specific place. So now we're, now we're talking about a trebuchet, are we? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's just a development stage. I mean, we, my, we... My, my medieval weaponry isn't knowledge, isn't what it used to no, be. But I'm no. pretty sure that's called a trebuchet. Okay, we... pitch-side trebuchets. Yeah, uh, they've got a counterweight, haven't they? Trebuchets. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Have... I mean, it's getting. Are we? Are we all right with a relatively ra- expensive? Are we all right with a railgun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could right? work. Yeah, yeah. could work. Not at the moment. Uh, 
Do you know what a real gun is, Mark? <laughs> oh, I worry. Of course just, I do. Just worry, He's got one all. in his shed. Yeah. <laughs> got loads of them. Yeah. Can't move it's going to be a disaster any day soon. <laughs> <laughs> you know. uh, Peter, what's your answer? Um, I'd like to replace Bovril with miso. Okay. Okay. It's the most li- Pete Donaldson answer I've ever heard. And <laughs> you, a, you have now fully betrayed your own people. It's lighter. <laughs> that is you going full circle. No, gravy's different. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's lighter. It's a perfect vessel for <clears> clams. And we don't eat enough clams in the British diet, yeah. I think. Uh, so yeah, that really lacks clams. <laughs> well, there's not enough clams. So you want to bring, bring in the clams? Bring in the clams, guys. Mm. I'm the clam man, and I'm ready to get clammy. <laughs> <laughs> well, your hands have always been very clammy. Mm. All, All right. right. I see someone's not turned over a new leaf for 2016. <laughs> You're talking about trebuchets. Yeah. Exactly. So you have not changed either. I happen either. to know there's a, a, a small but sizable minority of our listenership who like talking about medieval weaponry. Yeah, yeah. and, the, and they're, the perverts, they're the perverts who dress up in D&D stuff and go and oh. hit each other in the, in the forest. Judgy, judgy. <laughs> judgy, judgy. What's wrong with a bit of LARP? <laughs> yeah. Listen, <laughs> oh, oh, furries. Although if you are a furry, that's also fine. Yeah. Seriously, Pete, next weekend. I'm a brawny. Come, come LARPing with me. <laughs> come brawny. You'll, you'll knock your socks off. <laughs> Our people they don't get... wear socks. Oh, yeah. Our They're people... metal sacks. <laughs> metal leg cups. It'll knock, it'll knock your deer skin boots off. <laughs> Our people getting harder to hit in the forest. Yeah. That's what I want to know. So. Lightning bolt. Yeah. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Shall I say my answer? Yeah, go for it. Um, I would like to see the, the FA have a... I, I suppose it's more of a, a new idea to the, to the table. Uh, cast your minds back to last month. Uh, this is from uh, Mauritania. Mauritania? Mauritania. Mauritania, sorry. You're talking about the nation. The nation, the yeah, North Mauritania. African country. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the president, President Aziz, uh, they, they, they were watching the cup final, the country's cup final. I, I don't think we talked about this on the show, uh, but we're talking about it now. The match was poised at one all, but the president, he was getting a bit bored of proceedings. So he ordered the game to skip the last 20 minutes and possible extra time and go straight to penalties. Wow, I th- I've read about this. I think if we didn't discuss it on the show, we certainly should have done. Yeah. Mm. And what's your what's your what's your implementation well, of the new year New Year's resolution? Well, though? I think have that twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd like to see that. I don't know if it would be in cup finals, but in boring games, they should have a member of the royal family there. And if it's getting really drab, you know, like, I mean, I'm sure we'll come on to the New- Arsenal-Newcastle. I know, well, that wasn't too bad, actually. Newcastle played quite well. But really, really boring games, nil-nil, not going anywhere, and all that kind of stuff. You're just looking up to the royal box thinking, well, come on. And they go, yeah, penalties. I just yeah. have a just have mm. a barometer up in the side of the stadium, yeah. and if it goes below a certain threshold, the referee within his yeah. rights to implement a penalty competition. You're going to um, <laughs> sh- sh- need a lot of royals, but there are loads of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, there's tons of them ones. knocking around. There's, so. there's some terrible ones. There's some non-terrible ones. Yeah. We pr- can presume. You can just have a microphone uh, that's like a service microphone for people shuffling their feet. Or rustling, or just kind of like oh, so dropping big hints, just yeah. sort of list, listlessly, sort of rolling back and forth in their seats but and stuff. Blowing exactly. like a newspaper across the centre halfway line. If no one stood up, because because yes. you, you can have a pressure sensitive seat, and if no one stood up in like the last five minutes, penalties. Yeah, I like that, but but also as well, the away penalty fans, like, competition. You know, penalty <laughs> competition would ensue. But it's true because if the royal wasn't that sure, they hadn't hadn't seen much football. I was thinking, is this boring? Is this good? Mm. Again, you've got to try and get the message to them. And right, then okay. you would, and then, and then the royals who knew what they were talking about. Oh, brilliant! We've got you know the the Earl of 
Chiswick or something yeah. coming he to watch us. Football. Yeah, he knows you might what get someone who hates it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's like having Mike Dean. <laughs> this is like this is like um, this is like a football version of Marie Antoinette's Let the Meat Cake. If you like, <laughs> if you like. Can they murder a player or not? By the way, do, <laughs> not they... at the moment. Okay. Well, we'll wait till 2017. Well, <laughs> okay. We'll see how this one goes. Exactly. But what the the head of the football so- association from uh, the, the aforementioned country said, I deny in the strongest terms the intervention of the president of the republic. The decision was made due to organisational issues in accordance with the presidents and the coaches of the two teams. Wow. No coaches <laughs> of any teams have ever said 63 minutes going to cup final penalties. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever That is dreadful, isn't it? Wonderful stuff. I um, what he had on. There must have been something he really wanted to get to. A crown. Yeah. Oh, I, see, I thought yeah. he meant... Um, EastEnders, Omnibus. Yeah, Minder. Uh, Pete, what would he have had, what would he had to get away for? Uh, where is he? Eritrea? Where, where is he? Uh, Mauritania. Uh, Mauritania. Uh, oh, probably, um, uh, yeah, EastEnders. <laughs> were, you just, were you just going through the Mauritanian TV schedule then? Yeah, I was thinking, yeah. yeah that would do I do the there? What do they have on? No, I, mean, <laughs> I think Jim's got the points because Aston Villa need all the help they can get. Yeah, fair no, enough. Maybe no, the no. man from Eritrea. Not Eritrea. Stop saying Eritrea. <laughs> it's not Eritrea. The man I, from Eritrea sounds really, really cool and I, mysterious. I though. went past an Eritrean restaurant uh, <laughs> on, on, on holiday a couple of days ago and I, I nearly stopped the Uber. Okay. I should go to because uh, I was like, I, was like, I don't know what that, that sentence that, sounds that like. It was made by a Pete Donaldson bot. <laughs> Pete, you should go to Goldhawk Road in West London. Sorry mm. to. Yeah. But what kind this. of food is that? It's, it's it's East African, I think. Right, okay. It's similar to sort of Ethiopian, if you've ever had that. But shall we Ooh. move on to the Premier League? Yes. Well, I, well, well, before well, I call penalties on this. I'll it for sure. Hey, like in your work. The yeah, pitch you reset get, itself. Let's carry Tom, on. You get Tom Hardy as one of the craze. Yeah. When the penalty sh- <laughs> competition is at the start, he just comes on the big screen and just goes, yeah. I'm coming for a shoot at. Yeah. And they start penalties. <laughs> <laughs> Minute into the game. Yeah. Um, uh, Sunderland beat Aston Villa 3 1, a huge one. It was a six pointer, That's but only three pointer. was given. <laughs> Sunderland were much better than Villa. Yeah, Villa. which shows how bad Villa are. I, mean, I know I gave them a bit of a needless dig in the opening question, but it's not that needless. They've really, really got to sort of, it no, out. No, I think that's a needful dig. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but they were just ridiculous in defence. It was the sort of archetypal team that looked like they've never met each other before. They looked mm. the, the third goal, Defoe's second goal, was just ludicrous. I mean, it, it was from a throw-in. They were, like <laughs> running the clock down, keeping it in the corner, and like Sunderland almost scored by accident. It was <laughs> Yeah. too easy for them I thought yeah yeah why not but this will waste at, more time than keeping it in the corner yeah, they probably got, thought got to look at those defenders that's, that's Micah Richards and Jolien Lescott two very experienced Premier mm. League players there I mean it's, it's it's baffling as to how they're, they're so self-destructive back there there was a point actually where um, th- this didn't lead, lead to a goal but Micah Richards was on Jermaine Defoe and uh, I forget who it was but it was one of the other Villa defenders came in but effectively stood behind Richards and then created the space for Defoe to get a shot away. So it was in trying to back up his man, he actually opened up loads of space. And it, I mean, that sort of defensive chaos is is quite rare. It makes you wonder what's happening because I know they're bad, and they're clearly one. Of, they're going to be one of the worst Premier League teams in history if they carry on this way. So they are bad. It's, it's impossible to exaggerate how bad they are. But Jim's touched on something there, which I'd like to expand on, which is that. Actually, not just um, Micah Richards and Jerry Lesko, but Brad Guzan's a very experienced yeah. uh, goalkeeper who really should be able to organise a defence. Um, and none of that stuff is happening. If you, if you think of like um, uh, someone like Sunderland when they had, I don't know if they, maybe, maybe they still do this. I, don't, I, I didn't see Sunderland at the weekend because I was at the Arsenal game. 
um, where they had Wes Brown, John O'Shea. Mm. I mean, they're fine. Their best years are probably behind them. They're well, not they gonna, are, yeah. yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna play up trees. But they, there's nothing to stop them being solid and organised. And at mm. their best, those two are that mm-hmm. at their best. Villa have shown nothing at all like that. Yeah. Um, all season really and to to win I mean we're in January now they've won one game and they don't look like winning another one anytime soon and every single fixture for them whether they're playing a, a promoted side at home or clearly a, a tougher side away from home they don't like getting anything from the game mm. and it's is terrible I mean to comprehensively see. outplayed by Sunderland who you know you could pretty much say the same about they lost five on the bounce before that mm. I, 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 I'm I, I, surprised I, by Sunderland actually it's being that poor under our yeah. I think mm. at some point they're going to kick on a bit well I, I didn't think Sunderland were that great I think uh, Defoe's goals kind of peppered over a lot of cracks but I think <laughs> Villa are just so awful at the moment what, what does Gard do he's just sort of going what, 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 what team have I inherited yeah. what, what do I do with these people a couple of weeks ago he, he they, they lost a game um, I, forget, I can't remember which one it was <laughs> they played Norwich fairly recently and get beaten and um, Mbakani scored later was that Villa Anyway, that's right yeah they yeah. didn't mark him in the box that's right and afterwards um, the the post-match interviewer said oh did you deserve anything better at the game and he went not really <laughs> which is uh, I don't know what you think I, I don't know how much players listen or how much credence they give or put on manager post-match interviews and all that kind of stuff and, and the media but if you're a Villa player and you see that you would think Blimey, that's mm. th- that's not very encouraging. Yeah. Do they what need a changing of there? the guard um, <laughs> but, uh, to keep on the royal theme? But uh, you you do look at that Villa side, and it's not a dig at at, at, uh, at the club itself. It's I think that's why people are despairing. Such a huge club with uh, great supporters, who, you know, who come out in numbers when the teams do well, and well, and when they're not doing well. So that wasn't uh, you know they only sing when they're winning kind of uh, accusation, uh, and. They really are shockingly bad. I mean, we have you usually have a whipping boy in the Premier League who you think, yeah, they're probably going to go down. Yeah, they're definitely going to go down unless I. No, they are going to go down. Well, yes, yeah, it's yeah, as simple it's as that. Nothing you can say that's going to save them from relegation. Yeah, I mean, if they, I don't, mean, eleven it'll points be adrift. A bigger achievement already. Than Leicester's was last year. Yeah, there are, there are eleven points adrift. It's not just the t- it's not just the points either. It's the teams you've got to overhaul. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, they are. Everyone's they're, playing they're, well. I mean, let's let's see the table there. You know, a lot of teams, a lot of teams yeah. are playing well down the bottom. You know, Sunderland you, are seven points in front of them, yeah, <laughs> and they're nineteenth. I mean, that is to overhaul that. You're still second from bottom. And not only that, Sunderland have got a very, very seasoned manager, and they've also got a goal scorer with Defoe. Hmm. And what I like about who, Defoe, who if, you, who if you worked a little bit harder, hmm. I, I think it could get into double figures, if not a score about seventeen or eighteen. If if Sunderland put a few more balls in, in hmm. the box or, or had had him do those glorious curved runs that he can do, he can yeah. still do it yeah. at, at this level. It's, yeah, I agree with that. It, and that's the most frustrating thing for Sunderland because hmm. if 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 Sunderland and uh, in particular Defoe worked that just that little bit harder and made a little bit more uh, running he, I, I think they wouldn't be in the hole that they are now mm. yeah and what I like about Defoe that, that first goal he scored he had the ball and was it Lescott who was in front of him and he had the ball on his right foot so many strikers and you see it in, in, in the leagues they, they try and cut back in on their favoured foot and curl mm. it in the corner and the defender can see what they're doing Defoe knocks it onto his weaker foot and just hammers it to the keeper's uh, near post and, and the keeper's been beaten there and he probably shouldn't but it's gone in Such yeah. a good and I love that about Defoe that he will just go right I'll, I'll take it I'll put it onto my weaker foot which is the defender's not expecting mm. that so you'll always get a quarter of a yard at least well, on Defoe, the defender Defoe's MO has always been I mean but you criticise him I think I've said on the show in the past that he's, he's a player who has an air of a player who, who, who at some point will let you down but one thing he's always been is very very direct possibly one of the most direct 
English strikers <clears throat> we've seen for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he will, and that's typical to foe that. He, won't, he doesn't over-egg the pudding at any point. If anything, he shoots too much, yeah. which is crazy to say I have a striker. <clears throat> but the reason that Sunderland, the reason that it's, it's unlikely to see Villa finish above Sun, even Sunderland is because Sunderland are in this position every single season. Yeah. And they always <laughs> seem yeah. to get I out think of it. There's uh, probably some, some, definitely some truth in that. I, know, I mean, Villa have been uninspiring for a good few years and they've, they've flirted with relegation. But um, it's never they've never been this seriously entrenched in the mire. And it looks like a lot of those players just simply don't really know what's happening to them. They yeah. don't know how to get out of it. And then you've got this weird paradox as well in, in the sense that the goal from um, from Carlos Hill was amazing. Traore worked so brilliantly and so skillfully to get that ball over to him. Jordan Ayew scored an absolute screamer yeah. uh, over the Christmas period as well. They have got these these flashes of quality in there, yeah. but they just it seems like they don't have enough. And Isn't they're not giving they, it enough well, of a platform. They took Grealish off for Traore. Get rid of Grealish. He's, he's this kind of he's this, this player that everyone talked about at the start of the season and the end of the last. Yeah. Who's he going to declare for? Don't worry about it. Turn up a bit. Yeah, it's fine. We'll announce ours if you want. Yeah, the Irish say England and the English say Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> but can I just say on that point, I mean, if you look at us, in addition to what we said earlier about like Richards and Lescott, who may or may not just not be good enough, who knows? I mean, Richards yeah. has spent some time out of the Premier League, he's yeah. fallen out of favour. Lescott's but Hutton enough. knows the league well. I mean, yeah. again, he's. Not... Well, I was going to say, Hutton is, is another yeah. one who, who can play well and he's shown he can play well. But if you th- those players you just r- r- t- touched on, there. Jordan Ayew is a good player. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, um, Adama Traore, ex Barcelona, very, very highly rated. Carlos Hill's a fantastic creative footballer. I think Carlos right Hill's team. quite inconsistent, um, though, isn't he? And oh, yeah, that's, that's not what, what you need in this situation. And then you've got Jordan Amavi, who's a left side player who's good going forward, but is suspect at the back. Uh, you take the words out of my, out of my mouth a little bit there, Jim, because what I was going to say was they're great players, but they're not the right type of players mm. for Aston Villa to have at the moment. And let's not forget, they spent a lot of money acquiring them as well. Mm. And, and Sunderland gave away the ball a lot. Uh, oh, they'll that, do that, that, Pete. In that they'll match. do that. <laughs> in that <laughs> match. But you, you've got that opportunity. You've yeah. got that opportunity to run at them and, and hurt them, but they just didn't do that. And think, that's the most disappointing thing. But that's the thing, touching on all the points you were saying, that Aston Villa think, right, you go away to Sunderland, this is a chance to get something. And they just lose in the end with with a whimper. Go out with a whimper, 3-1. And how you meant to motivate those players. Yeah. I mm. just think, I, I don't know much about Remy God. <sighs> You almost want an absolute psychopath manager. You need an Allardyce type. Well, well okay, that is, but I'm thinking like a decanio. Do you want know me just when, to go in there and shove a load of fireworks up there, Watson? Sherwood? <laughs> <laughs> but when guards come in, everyone's going, oh, you know, he's like a mini Wenger. Well, great. Wenger's a fantastic manager, one yeah. of the greatest of all time. But he's not going to do anything with Aston Villa. No. Yeah. Well, it's, again, it's, as I say, like, it is... Maybe this does does Allardyce a disservice, but it's that proper backs to the wall, let's go back to basics, make sure we we don't... You know, we don't lose, like, scrape points where yeah. we can. You know, a, a Pulis type, someone that's, you know, just... A brawler. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, someone that's, right. that's just going to just keep them there through sheer fight. And that's exactly what they're not displaying. So, to be fair to Sherwood, and let me finish, um, <laughs> if you think about the situation there in the summer, and people say Lerner wants, Lerner wants to sell the club and all that other stuff, that, that's prob- you know, possibly true, I don't know. Um, it, it looks like he probably does. But they sold their two best players last season, Benteke and Dell, for decent money. Mm-hmm. The transfer committee for Benteke. Yeah, I mean it's good money. Got like eight million for Delft. Didn't okay, they? it was it was a, an amount of money which was reinvested into the squad for a number of players, totaling about thirty-four million pounds or so, which were just completely the wrong players to be there. And I think mm. Sherwood probably knew that. And I don't know how much input he had into those signings. Mm. I'm not saying he could have identified any any better. I mean, he probably would have spent. He probably would have bought like you know Gary O'Neill. He probably would have bought Defoe. He probably would have tried to buy a couple of real. He probably would have bought Andy Todd. 
But the point is, like those sort of players would at least battle for him, and they may yeah, it yeah. may not have been pretty. And I'm not saying they would have stayed up on the show because he was it was in, a, it was in disarray. And trust me, no one was happier than him <laughs> me when he when he went. But it, it would have been a, we we would, we would have seen a different type of Aston Villa, wouldn't we? And yeah. I'm not saying it would have been better, but it might have been a little bit more enjoyable for their, for Villa fans to watch. I think part of it as well is it is you know it's easy for us to sit here and go oh it's the wrong type of it looks like the wrong type of manager, and um, you know there's all these different factors, but you know. Was there a manager out there that Villa could get? So much of it is about availability, yeah. isn't it? Is that was there an available manager that could have sort of dug them out of this hole? If they had just held on, they could have got Pep. <laughs> <laughs> held on Pearson, you think, would have been a good one. True, true. Yeah, again, you have to work with him, Jim. But, but think about the people. Pearson is a sort of guy who, who it's like it's like Sherwood and to a certain extent like De Canio. These are single serving managers. They're but, managers who will come in, they'll give you a boost for ten to fifteen games, possibly a bit more, and mm. that is it. But do you not do think you, do Aston Villa though? Sorry, Jim. That, that actually, they were down in the relegation mire for a bit. Sherwood got them out of it. They finished the season with a cup final. They have got a little bit of extra money. Maybe they don't want to say, right, let's get in a tough manager. Because Sherwood yeah. was still in the job. Let's actually try and play a bit of football. Let's sign some players who can play. Back themselves. Yeah. Because they're, they're a big club. Yeah, and it's with a just, huge status. That's right, and it's just not happened. Yeah. I mean, 19 games winless run in the Premier League. I think that is part of <laughs> it. Drawn think... five, lost 14 yeah. in the last 19. I, I genuinely think it's part of it that the hierarchy at, at Villa think, you know, that that sort of backs to the wall mentality that we're talking about isn't good enough for them. I, I, I kind of respect that. Yeah. But I just... Um, it, <laughs> You, you fear for them, you really do. Reme Guardiola. Yeah, there we are. Uh, more Premier League chat after this little jingy. Mm. So good. <laughs> Very good. Very good. So good. Oh, yeah. Let's move on to Manchester United. Back to winning ways, mm. Peter. Uh, Wayne Rooney is now the outright second top goal scorer in the Premier League's history with 188 goals behind Big Alan Shearer. Take that, critics. Yeah, and he's now the standalone second top scorer in Manchester United's history. Obviously, the biggest top scorer, well, not the biggest, the, the, the top scorer in England. Topist. Uh, yeah, the England's history. So there's a lot of ists and... <laughs> Mr. Topper. All that kind of stuff in there. <laughs> uh, Did you guys see the record? Obviously, Rooney's got his nose ahead of Andy Cole. Um, because Andy Cole was the second highest, wasn't he? And he was joined mm, yeah. Did you see Andrew? Sorry, Andrew Cole. Apologies, yes. apologies Andrew. Um, <laughs> did you see him on goals on Sunday? No. A very odd performance. <laughs> he's he's always got that in his locker, though. He's just <laughs> he, he, he did that thing, famous fantasy football thing. Did where, do his rap? Well, they, no, he didn't. Well, they uh. noticed that once he was asked a question, he was like he, he was like a computer who shut himself down. Oh yeah. And he stood there. <laughs> he he's like that, but a lot larger. Now I don't like to to stick the boot in. He's quite like, chippy, isn't he? And a larger sometimes. man. Because obviously we've all just come off the back of Christmas, yeah. uh, but he's a very large man these days, and he had a very very strange um, insight, if you want to use that word, on on that show. In a similar way to, to Dwight York, who's just a terrible pundit. So I don't know what it is about that that particular strike partnership. But, um, York's a bit more fun loving though, you'd think. Yeah, yeah he just talks absolute nonsense. I'd rather go out for a drink with, uh, with him than uh, yeah, I would than, as well. Andy Cole. I know what you're thinking, Pete. I know what you would, ladies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn right. Well, both of them, of course. Uh, less said about that, the better. Um, yeah. I said that because I don't really want to talk about Wayne Rooney. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, Andy well, Cole. I'll, I'll do it. For Seasoned you, ladies. The <laughs> <laughs> um, Hits the club, scores a goal, Andy, Andy Cole. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Wade Rooney, he scored a lovely goal. He did. A, a lovely we goal. We were saying a few weeks ago, the Royal Wee, that is, I was saying, you know, the, the Rooney that scores overhead kicks and volleys, that, that guy's gone. But I tell you what, that goal was one for his highlight reel. Not one, one for his terribly soundtrack. Yeah, but it's YouTube highlight reel. It's not made by a 15-year-old. It's not getting yeah. your leg up there like an overhead Absolutely kick. Absolutely not. But it was, it was, that it was, was a brilliant, brilliant you know piece of skill. I found it was superb that Rooney's gone so long without a goal and obviously hasn't been so good. What a wonderful finish it was. Absolutely. I think I mean, he's it, booked it, his place in the Euro 2016. Indeed, he's done enough. Well, he might do it you never know when he's going to pull it out. Yeah. It's been six months since he's done something brilliant. He's, he's due one. Yeah, That'll probably be the mentality. By, by, that re- by that reckoning, February, March, April, May, June, July, start of July, second of July is the quarterfinals. Yeah. Second of January, he's done that. Tell you what. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. T- well, that's all you need yeah. to say. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But he's a confidence man, Rooney, isn't it? It'd be interesting to see if he goes on a run now of actually playing better. He needs to. My goodness, he needs to because if he, uh, he needs to build on that because he really has been. I feel a little bit more cynical about it than you guys. I think I feel like Wayne Rooney is going to be able to do that. He's going to be able to go. Yeah, into, that's what I mean. He's going to be able to go into the box, time a run into the box, probably, uh, and, and and strike a ball. Yeah, uh, and, and against uh, a Welsh team. Yeah, yeah. yeah, bear that in mind. Oh, yeah. Get him on the plane. Could be handy. Get him mm. on the Eurostar. He but he's, do it against he's the be, Russian team. He's going to be able to do that when he's like fifty. So it's not a big revelation. Yeah, that he no, can I do agree. That. Yeah. It's just that when it comes to the other stuff, he seemed a little as bit, i.e., everything else. Well, Van Hal said that uh, the players were hurting from from the performances and whatnot, and they were mm. a bit angry, and they tried to uh, they tried to channel this into the Swansea game. I mean, two one home win against a, a poor side is not brilliant, but it is a win, mm. and Rooney has scored. And you saw that there was a little bit more of an attacking intention by the the, the club. Uh, by the team uh, perhaps that was Van Hull being more direct with his tactics who knows that did seem a little bit of a difference but it was only a little bit you can either take that and say well well done guys you've 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 narrowly beaten a, a poor side or you can say well could that be the, the start could that be the well, it's, fair, it's fair to say that because it's if you look at how crazy the league is this season mm. um Man United, I think I've, I've just come off the back of their worst run in about 25 years. Mm, yeah, they're and they're still the three points off the top four. Yeah. yeah. So if they do go on a run now, then everyone's going to look fairly stupid. I mean, they're when, nine points behind Arsenal at the top. They're not going to win the league, but no. I mean, they could get into the top four fairly fairly easily, yeah. actually. Yeah, I, I think for but, top four, you'd certainly say they were up there. These are and still Spurs are in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ooh. we always know Spurs are good for a Rick generally, but this season they look a lot more solid. Mm, yeah. They have ironed out the Ricks. But, um, and, and Leicester as well. Leicester, we, don't forget. This is still a strange situation for a Manchester United team to be in. Us saying, oh, they could still make the top four. I mean, at the start of this season, we were all saying it looked like the fun was over. And um, it isn't, is it? The fun <laughs> carries on. The Swansea were close. Fabianski. Oh, what a header. Oh, that would have been, been a goal for, for, for football. For the ages. Yeah. It would have really been, wouldn't it? For the Montage. It's so close yes. as well. <laughs> yeah, that would, he would have been in, in the away end. Yeah, he wouldn't have been, Man United would have scored from kickoff because he wouldn't have returned. <laughs> it, it, it is nice to see if player you know finally find their position isn't it <laughs> it's a very nice, i mean if you look at the technique on the header it's a very strong it header it was, it was decent to watch do you think van hal is he going to stay on i thought you were going to say is he going to sign in yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> goalkeeper they're pretty well uh, yeah. stacked in at the moment with old de gea but uh, yeah i mean do you think this is manchester united are they going to build on this do you think this is them they're turning the ship around they're going to be Set sail for for top spot. Oh, use some more, use some more ship yeah, analogy. Use some yeah. more nautical language. Is Van Hal going to stop being an anchor? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's you? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. There's no point making prediction this season. All right. Stop stitching us up. Stop yeah. the preview show. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to tempt more Stradamus stop out it. of his little rabbit hole. No. Okay. He's staying quiet for 2016. All right. Should we move on to Everton v Spurs? What a game. Much more fun. What yeah. a game. Lovely. Great. 
two great goals. Two lovely games, uh, games, two lovely goals by two lovely teams. Yeah, <laughs> and lovely players. Yeah, nice lovely. to see Aaron Lennon. Dele Alli's a player. Was. You like Aaron Lennon, Luke? Yeah, don't deny it. I, I think he's underrated. I think people got this back quite a lot. Um, mm. I haven't seen him as much this season, I have to say. But generally, yeah, I think. You like seeing him back in the England squad? Or do you think we're that type of player at that level yet? What are the other options, though, Marcus? Oxley Chamberlain. Well, no Walcott. chance. Based on Saturday, Oxlade, based on this season, Oxley Chamberlain <laughs> has been dreaded. is having a shocker, he, which is, is going it, under the radar. Walcott, I mean, Sterling can play that position. Yeah, he's not going to get in the team. No. Walcott, Walcott is not so bad, but Oxley Chamberlain this season. Well, the thing is, dreaded. though, Walcott and Oxley Chamberlain are not really out and out wingers, are they? Whereas Lennon, you know what you're doing with him. Get but your it, chalk on the old boots. But England don't play with out and out wingers, do they? No. So it doesn't matter. Gives you the option. Yeah, it does. Give you, <laughs> give you a non Marcus, do you realise that Luke can't pick him for England? It seems yeah. like you're really lobbying him hard. So, I mean, basically, give you an option of a plan that you're never going to use. Yeah. I just want to good enough. I want loads of, of options. Yeah. It's like someone coming to your house with like a, you know, like a dog. There you go. Gives you the option. I don't want a dog. I'm not going to use it. But you've got the option of yeah. a dog yeah. now. Use dogs, Luke. Well, that's probably why I haven't got one. Jim, you enjoyed the Spurs performance. Did I? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah it's nice of you to, to, to throw Jim, that one on to spare me. Spare a word for Deli Ali. Yeah, no, Deli Ali was, was excellent, um, again, as he has been. And I think it was an interesting point that's made on Match of the Day about Deli Ali. Yeah, he's very, very young. And, um, you know, there's a lot of talk of him starting for England in the Euros, which, you know, the form he's in, he's absolutely deserving of. Um, it was nice to see yeah, six the, English central midfielders on the pitch. Yeah. Indeed, but the thing with him is, is uh, I think it was Danny Murphy made the point at the weekend, he he, he played a lot of games for MK Doms. MK Doms. He's, yeah. he's played over 100 games now. Yeah. Despite his age, he's, got, he's actually got some experience in there. And I think he's, he looks like a kind of, he looks like he could really turn into a sort of Gerardy player. Yeah, I can't wait for him to get like 100 caps, win nothing, <laughs> and be essentially <laughs> semi-retired by 27. I want him to sell Brandon Neetep. Yeah. Oh, that was strange, wasn't it? Yeah, just Deli Ali, uh, Brandon Neetep, I think that would be a great product actually, for the kids. Tape is a really good way to get new advert space on yeah. players, isn't it? Yeah, Just exactly. Tape, tape an advert around your knee or around your head. So you look like... Um, is there anything in it, it, was, it, was, it could be like the Willow... You could have like a Willow pattern one or like... Um, a Grecian urn kind of I'm pretty of sure they had to, they had to um, impose a rule in, in NFL because there's a, there was a quarterback who was a very... Um, took his religion very seriously. And those stickers they have on their cheeks at NFL yeah. for the glare of the lights, he was putting Bible verses on it. Uh, that to, to go in there and say you can't do that no message at all so they might have a similar rule in the Premier League so there might not be the option I like that right. they had to go in there well, yeah the get in there just ask him to the do Premier League, <laughs> well the Premier League are going a bit NFL next season they're not having a sponsor they're not going to be called the Barclays Premier League they're just going to be called the Premier League that's right quite good, they want the clean branding mm. Mm. get yeah. clean is that they can, so it can be called different things in different places that we don't hear about <laughs> maybe what, no, what, what, no I think they're just going with the, the, the I think it strengthens the name of the, the Premier League the well, brand. hang on a minute we, we need to have a little chat off air what we're going to talk about call it on the show we're going to call it B- BPL we, what's Owen Core going to do he always just called Barclays <laughs> Premier League oh no well, all the managers did but we've always just called it the Premier League Yeah, I always get, some, people still call it, some people still call it the Premiership I don't like that no. the EPL Can we we call it? the Premiership is north of the border can we, we call it the Football Ramble <laughs> Premier League just yeah. see if it should catches we, yeah. on should we just act like we've sponsored it <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, football the Football Ramble Premier League, the football Ramble Premier League. Well, that's not passing off it's not passing off it's a measure of how seriously this show has taken that the Football Ramble Premier League sounds Genuinely sounds like we sponsored the conference. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, one more thing on, on Spurs, I think, that is, oh, yeah, is worth saying. Because we covered them is, so well. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, is, how, is how well um, Loris played in the sense that he had so little t- to do for so much of the game, but Everton really started to get into the game towards the end of it, and he made a couple of big saves. He's, and he did. He's, he's literally he's one of the best keepers for me. Absolutely. Really. Yeah. 
Uh, Everton, 11th, one point above West Brom. Yeah, it feels like they're doing better than that. It does, because they're entertaining us. Yeah. And they can't stop conceding goals. <laughs> they can't. Well, they were better against um, Spurs, obviously, only conceding the one. I did like the, the moment when Stones took everybody on in his own penalty area mm. and then calmly passed it. And he turned around to the crowd and just said, well, why are you getting on my back? I've got this. Yeah. And I, I, I just <laughs> love sometimes. But I, yeah, exactly. But I love Forget that. Forget about the penalty last week. Because <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't have been given. But I love that for, from an English centre-back to try and actually be a bit calmer on the ball and yeah. play the way out. I'd lo- I, again, another prediction for you. He will do that in a Euro 2016 game. It will go wrong. His career will be ruined by the media. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they've, what, they've not got form for that. What they? do you think of Deli? Ali's goal. It was a lovely one, yeah. yeah. He loves that uh, pass from uh, Alderweireld, doesn't he? Beautiful finish. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, I think Spurs are excellent and Eric Lamella has been brilliant this season. He's found his A lot of the plaudits have gone, uh, we may have mentioned this before and I'm sure others have as well, but uh, a lot of plaudits have gone to Deli Ali and uh, Harry Kane. And Jermaine Genus uh, had an interesting um, piece recently. Genus played for them ages ago, mate. You, yeah, he's not doing anything for a real... moment. He's started a game this season. (laughs) Or any of the seasons. Um, He uh, wrote an interesting piece recently saying how Pochettino has really helped with the the development of Lamella. And obviously Lamella's now got a little bit more living time Mm. as opposed to game time uh, under his belt in in England. It's a a problem for Spurs because if if, if they do well and there's a chance they will do very well this season, are they going to keep Pochettino? Well, and a number of their players. And, well, and this, this always happens. Well, not always happens. It has happened with, with Spurs, hasn't it? I mean, Modric and Bale are the obvious ones. But but if you... They seem to have a few quid. And if you can try and keep them there, especially the youngsters, and say, look, you're playing for a really big Premier League club mm-hmm. who, at the moment, are, are challenging very much for top four because they're, they're in. Yeah. They're in London. They're on their way to a new stadium. Exactly. Buy into this project, guys. You're damn, you're damn well, they're right. Actually, they've very well financially backed Spurs, aren't they? they? Are. Owned by a company called Enoch. They're very, very wealthy, and that's mm. you know, not a lot is made of it. So that their future does look very, very bright. Yeah, that's that's. Pete, very are true. you buying into the Spurs project? Uh, no. Oh, okay. They'll muff it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. The voice of reason. Uh, Crystal Palace muffed it up in the London derby. Chelsea played their part. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get that in there. Pardew's heaviest defeat as a Palace manager. How's that feel, Pete? Good. Yeah. Oh, bad. I don't. I don't know anymore. Because he'll oh. be England manager soon, I'm sad. Get him in at Real Madrid. <laughs> I tell you what, Palace. Um, what's the, the the fellow's name who's in charge of Palace? Um, Steve, someone. Yeah. Yes, the, uh, so let's just pretend. Steve it's Parrish. Simon Jordan. Steve Parrish. Steve, Steve Parrish. Parrish. With the, with the lovely hair. Uh, he said that if you know if, if Real Madrid came knocking, which they might do now. <laughs> um, we wouldn't stand in Pardew's uh, way. I don't think Zidane's done has repeatedly undermined <laughs> Rafa Benitez because he loves Alan Pardew. Such <laughs> <laughs> a weird thing to say, isn't yeah. it? Hang on, well, we'll, we'll, oh, sorry, me the, saying, the well, you know, if if someone came knocking and offered Pete the chance to be president of the world, I wouldn't stand in his way. All right, that's not Just, that's not a position though, Jim. Real Madrid manager is. Why are you crushing his dream? Yeah, yeah. that's not his it's dream. Similarly, I'd be brilliant. Pete, what's your dream? I've got Europe first. It involves a pool of fluid. Yeah, you're around. Man. Fluid, Yogurt, presumably. Fluid again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fluid again. Uh, I listened back to one of the 12 rambles of Christmas. Which why? Kelly why did you do that, Marcus? Because it, it was a, a mention of you going on about yoghurt or something like that, and it was from a couple of years ago. And even when you said that a couple of years ago, we said, you always go on about yoghurts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're the, known for. The irony is, don't eat them. Is that irony? No. Yeah. <laughs> right, good. Uh, John Obi McKell. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-eight year old John Obi McKell. Why are you putting that in there? Yeah, well, why are you saying that? What's wrong with that? <laughs> he had a very good game. I thought he was older. I thought he was older than that. Yeah, yeah. 
Absolutely. He had a... Um, Might well be, Jim. His best performance for, uh, would you say, a couple of years? A number of years, I'd say. It's what, Only there. performance for a couple oh. of years, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess Barely so, yeah. featured. But Goose Hiddink, that he said, I think John Obi McHale can be one of those key figures in bringing back that balance. On this podium, very, very talented players can explore their qualities. That's yeah. true. That is very true. Well, Someone who can defend so smoothly is very beautiful. He's also one of the guys from the good old days, isn't he? Yes. Which probably helps. <laughs> I, I think days. he probably said before the game, right, this is how serious I am, you lot. I'm going to play John Obi McHale this week, <laughs> show you, teach you a lesson. And Michael Essien, is he still here? <laughs> I know. Yeah. And Mikel played really well and what Gus Hiddick actually wanted to say to the press was, well that backfired, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hilario in goal. Oh, now you're talking. <laughs> Hilario, handsome fella. Handsome oh, yeah. fella. Uh, yeah. yeah, Lothario Hilario. Yeah, <laughs> we can we can only speculate. Um, yeah, I mean Chelsea. That Willian goal was superb. Oh, Chelsea really what a didn't. He's in, having yeah. amongst that rabble. Well, he's always been good. This Absolutely, season. that's what's but, uh, more impressive. Chelsea about it. really didn't like playing under Mourinho, did they? Apparently not. Again, like you just look at that, and it's so infuriating. But like, he won yeah, the I mean, league last season under him. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I know, I mean, Fab- Fabregas like had his in stats wise had his most had his best game covered absolutely loads of ground uh, more key passes than he's had all season. Costa looked up for it was getting on the end of them. It's just, just crazy, isn't it? How much they've got fallen to come in out. love with football again. Something's got to come out about that, hasn't it? Yeah. I'd love something to come there out. There's an interesting yeah. book around this season somewhere. There surely must be. There surely must be something that none of us know about that's going to come out at some point. Yeah, it just makes no sense. It makes, makes it. absolutely no sense. Sense? We, this makes none. Yeah. That's right. Um, we'd love to see you back at the bridge, though. Yeah. We'd love to see you back at the bridge. Hey, Mourinho. Jose Mourinho. No, that terrible do, 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 fan. Do, do, do. You the are the, the, sound, show. the You are the special one. <laughs> you are a dynamo. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Ah, you learnt the words. Look at his... those, those words were burned into my brain for days after first Look at his daughter. Do you know why? At the time going, you know why oh, I'm please sing words? with me. Because I had to keep rewinding the TV to film it on my phone to put it on the If anyone missed this, it was the man who makes the terrible signs about Mourinho at Stamford Bridge singing about Mourinho. Can Chelsea make the top four yes I think they can <laughs> All right, spell although, I've just said, although I've just said Aston Villa it's the teams Aston Villa have to overhaul not just the points Aston Villa aren't getting in the it's top the same four. with Chelsea but I think Chelsea can do it because this season is, is, is just so mad but when they play like that you think oh yeah they are really good players well, this is it you, you really get the sense that they can just go on a roll now they, they more than ever at any point this season that looked like the Chelsea of last year we well, said that about eight times a season Jimmy, Jim it's January and I'm saying this they won't catch Arsenal <laughs> no, Can you Im- imagine last January someone saying that? Into the yeah, future. Yeah, no, it would have been daft, wouldn't it? It would have yeah. been daft, but it's it's true. Arsenal, blistering form against Newcastle Ooh. at home. Luke's already yawning. Uh, they yeah, look like terrible. they played with blisters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> blistered form. True. It was absolutely terrible. No, I think mm. that's what you said. Newcastle played well, though, PT. I was in bed watching it on uh, Hotel Wi-Fi. Good. On my little, mo- on my little mo- they phone. Should, they should have got something out of the game. That's more encouraging, is it not? Uh, uh, well, Because it wasn't he... a televised game in, in the UK, was it? Well, no, it wasn't. They, yeah. they need to get the ball of the net. Mitrovic uh, is he's very young. And, that, 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 but I, I still he like was unlucky. him. Well, I, they, had, they had better chances. Yeah. I mean, they, they, for large parts of the game, they were a better team. It was the same with it in the Everton match. Like the, the, that was what I James's. But what Arsenal, what Arsenal did that game, they flew out the traps. Like first 10 minutes, they mm. battered Newcastle. Absolutely yeah. battered them. And Newcastle packed the sort of their, their own third with players and just made it difficult. Mm. And Arsenal got a few corners, had a few chances, didn't really execute any shots on target at all. And then they just completely lost their mojo in Arsenal. They I th- got really I think, under, under the weather about yeah, it. Uh, they didn't play particularly well and I think a big part of it is they look very jaded but 
I think a lot of teams did over the weekend. I think there was one goal uh, in the in any first half fixture on Saturday. Everton and Spurs didn't look jaded, did they? No, they didn't. But um, Pochettino does they're running on. Well, he does double sessions a lot with the, with the, the, going into Pochettino's sides are known as being very fit. They are. Yeah. But, but, but the other thing I want to say was two, just two final points is that one that Koscielny's goal was the first Arsenal chance on target. I yeah. think it was in like the seventy fifth minute. And the other thing that really made because the game was fairly dull. The other thing that I realised is that no matter how inclement the weather, Steve McLaren can now never have an umbrella. No, <laughs> yeah, he, he just can't. has to get on with Absolutely. it. He can't, yeah, he can't do anything about it. If he, yeah. is, if he is ever spotted with an umbrella ever yeah, again. But no manager yeah. ever has an umbrella, that's the point. Well, he, um, what I mean is, McLaren, my point is, was that he, out and about. if McLaren's walking down the street and it's hammering down, he cannot have an umbrella. <laughs> because if he gets spot, he, spotted, he'll get ruined. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's I true. Think, um, Arsenal, but they're, they're now two points ahead of Leicester. Jim. Yeah, I think the, the good thing about the game as well is that is a game they would have lost or, or you know drawn in the past. They mm. were one ugly. That's you know well, they tried the heard best. so many things about you know how you have to do that if you're going to win the league. And check, check, <laughs> check one us that game. Cheap Absolutely. Is. Yeah, but they're two um, points above Leicester. It's a, it's a very very odd place to watch football. Very odd. I mean, like my experience of it. I've been to the Emirates probably about five or six times in my life. And every single time I'm reminded of how odd it is to watch football there. Well, it's people very, it's are like really a... annoyed all the time there. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's very much the Loads case. The atmosphere left. can get really toxic there. Loads of people left around me as soon as Arsenal scored. About 10, 12 minutes to go, people were leaving to the point of where an Arsenal fan behind me was getting really annoyed and was shouting at well, That's why you need that to bring really in the rule odd. about the penalties if people are getting bored. <laughs> and, and there was booing at half-time. I don't want to get on the back of Arsenal fans in particular because it's a bit of a cliche and I don't have any vested interest in liking or not liking Arsenal. But my experience of that is it's just an odd place to watch football. But they are two points above Leicester because Leicester drops league. points yeah, mm. at they're home and they're slowing league. down and Mahrez yeah. missed a penalty and you think, oh, all the signs are there. It's annoying, isn't it? But they're dropping we, off. We talked about this, uh, that when they were, you know if they didn't score in a game, would it affect them? Would they not score? And it's happened. Three games without a goal now. We'll have to see what they're made of. We're going to talk a little bit about the Championship, League One and La Liga after this little thing. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin. And when I'm not banging my cube, I'm listening to the... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
ramble. Don't forget the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365 coming at you this Friday. In the Championship, Middlesbrough won. They beat Derby 2-0 at home. They acquired the Borough 91 points in 2015, the same as Barcelona. Different leagues, though. Also, yeah. the Championship is a bit more competitive as well, so it's yeah. uh, very, very more It definitely is more competitive than La Liga. Uh, Middlesbrough, they're brilliant, aren't they? I'm loving it. They absolutely love it. That goal, uh, Adoma's goal, I think the first one, beautifully worked. They are on the march. They're a good club, Middlesbrough, mm-hmm. and I'd like to see them in the Premier League. Well, well, well we, they agree. Yeah. <laughs> they do everything they can to give you that dream. Well, yeah. you, you did a, a, almost did a wee. Well, you did do a wee joust with a Middlesbrough fan at yeah. uh, the back end last season at the uh, playoff final. Up the borough. Up in the toilets. In the toilets. Yeah. Up they, the they, did, they from memory they didn't turn up at the power final, did they? Norwich. They Norwich, were bloody Norwich, dreadful. Norwich uh, hit them with two sucker punches and they yeah. were shell shocked and never yeah. recovered. That was last season, though. Yeah. This season. They stand outside in the league. This they season. are. Yeah. They really are. And, and Derby have been very good. So to beat them two nil, they're just so solid at the back. Yeah. They build everything off that. Mm-hmm. One, one team always tidy stuff as well. Sorry, Pete. Yeah, one team always just runs away with the uh, with the championship. And they've they've got a game in hand over Derby as well, which is a little bit worrying. True, <laughs> they could go even further ahead. But Brighton are on the slide, aren't they? Lost at home mm. again. Very yeah. soft goal to lose. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Because they did were drawing worry. so many games and not scoring in that huge unbeaten run. There was That's always right. questions over how legitimate it was. Were they just you know scraping and making themselves look a bit better than they were? And unfortunately, that does seem to well, be the case. Brighton's farm is two two draws and uh, three losses, which isn't great. No, that's not terrible. It was always going to happen, though. I mean, we talked about mm. this in, in the context of Leicester. What's going to happen when they lose a game? And yeah. Brighton are clearly have not have not dealt with it at all well. And the Championship, is, as I've said a hundred times, is a it's a league about momentum. Yeah. You, you, before you know it, you'll be eighth. But Chris, you know I mean? <laughs> but Chris Hewton's done it before, though, hasn't he? So he has done, yeah, very much so. He's done it before, and we hope he can do it again. Uh, in League One, Chesterfield beat the Shrews seven-one. Friend of the uh, friend of the Murray, friend of the Ramble, <laughs> Murray James. James. His, his shrews have they've got battered there. Mm-hmm. He often says to me, <laughs> "No well, one likes well, a Give us shrew. a mention on the show. There you are, Murray. Shrewsbury. There you go. Shrewsbury's mention. Yeah, their mention one. of the season. Chesterfield. <laughs> <laughs> Chester- just just outside the relegation zone. Chesterfield were two points below the Shrews before that game. Wow, that's ridiculous, isn't it? You think that's like top versus bottom? They've hammered them, but uh, yeah, both are only just above poor old Blackpool are in twenty first, of course. Big win for Coventry away to uh, Cray Alexandra five nil. They're in the playoff spots. That'd be great for Coventry to uh, to get back up there into the championship as well. Burton Albion on for a, a second successive promotion. They are um, they're, they're on the march very much. Nigel Clough back in charge of Burton as well. Uh, yeah, that would be uh, remarkable. But a lot of that is on the Hasselbank, who's now moved on, and you wonder mm. whether... Yeah, but Clough uh, was was at Burton before, and I think he got them promoted back into the Football League, or did he get them up to League Two? I forget. <laughs> it was an important promotion they got, so it's a nice uh, nice to see him back at the club mm. doing pretty well, hopefully carrying on Hasselbank's work. And well, he's, he's only been there for like a month, hasn't he? So yeah, and we'll Blackpool are a basket case. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's premature, Speller. All right. We'll see. No, I'm just saying it's nice Stella. to see. They, they are on <laughs> Coming for to Netflix soon. <laughs> They're on for a double promo, mate. Mm. Double promo. So there you oh. go. That's what you're after. There we are. Uh, let's go to La Liga. Things have been happening. Firstly, mm. Espanyol, they drew nil-nil with Barcelona. The Espanyol fans greeted like that. It was a win. It was yeah. brilliant. Big all derby. Just, yeah, it was a big derby. Cheering away at the end of uh, full time. Uh, Atletico Madrid, they overtake Barca at the top because the, the Blaugrana dropped points, of course. Real Madrid. This is the big one. Real Madrid. They drew two all the way to Valencia. And at the time of recording, it's pretty much been confirmed that Benitez has been sacked. He's been nevelled. It's a terrible (laughs) result, that, though, isn't it? Drawing away at Valencia. With Gary Neville's Valencia. Neville again. The Neville brothers. Gary Neville doing for Liverpool. 
Yeah. The Neville brothers are like football's um, craze. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Maybe that's it. They sorted Benitez right out. Neville's Valencia still without a win in the league. But it was a decent point, though. Uh, they've gone to their 21 home games, league home games, without a loss. Uh, which is their best undefeated run at home in the league since October 1990. Neville's played his part in that. <laughs> the, the thing about Benitez being fired from Real Madrid, is this just because Zidane, they just want to get Zidane in there and Perez can't resist interfering? Because... I think it was because it, it's been on the cards. This isn't despite that Real Madrid are, are still very much in, uh, in, in, in the league title uh, showdown, if you yeah. like, cruised with... their Champions League group, which had PSG in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Benitez, has, I think Benitez has lost three games in total. And they've scored, I think, fifty league goals this season. Yeah, they've and, got and, the best goal difference. I mean, okay, the, the ten two, the other, the yeah, other, or ten one was it? But uh, still, the only the only two reasons I can think of them firing Benitez is one that they want to give Zidane the job, and yeah. Perez just loves to interfere, and two that it's Rafa Benitez. But oh. you knew it was Rafa Benitez yeah. when you hired him. <laughs> he's always Benitez. been Rafa Benitez. But he's been at the club before. Yeah. As it was, as a player, he was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, he managed the youth team as well for a while. Yeah, he knows the league pretty well. Obviously, he won it with Valencia. But I think it was the fact that the Valencia fans were putting out the banners, going, "Thank you very much, Rafa," and all this kind of stuff. Real Madrid were probably just spectacularly offended by that. You know? <laughs> Who knows? Did you hear the reason that, um, well, the reason that was given that it hadn't been announced that he was sacked and why, you know, we don't know if it's actually officially happened or, or not yet hmm. was because Real Madrid um, couldn't use the room they wanted to hold the press conference in because it was being used for a kid's party. <laughs> No, like, that club is insane. Yeah, I would, I would think if Real Madrid were just not worrying about that, just kicking them out. Yeah, or <laughs> having another room. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, he said it's no other room. Evil Empire. There's, there's surely, surely got other spaces. This <laughs> is a nice fact about Rafa Benitez. Um, he has won. Uh, a trophy or achieved a promotion with every team he's managed since 1997. That's eight teams in a row. Till I now. think I think he's very yeah. Till now, I think he's like very underrated as a manager. Yeah. Benitez. You oh, never, he is, you, definitely. He was never going to be. He won the Champions League with Liverpool. He never. But when Real Madrid hired him, it's like this thing we talked about a few weeks ago about, oh, Van Gaal's got like two games to save his job at United. Well, fine. He's not going to change yeah. in two games. Look, Benitez is not going to change. Um, <laughs> when he moves to Real Madrid. He's always been that type of manager. Oh, but I, think, I, I know what you mean, and I, I do agree with that, but I think it's a case of, if you're going to sack someone, it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. And so I think you say, right, let's give him two games because suddenly, if he says something to the players and, go, and says, right, this is what we're going to do and maybe does have a slight little uh, change of, of attitude and atmosphere and then they get two good wins... You can't sack the manager if you have two good They wins. want results, and if you're basically telling the, the manager, look, you need to change the way you manage yeah. or else you're out, that, that, that's just managing the manager. Exactly. Right? You've yeah. upset Ronaldo, make up with him, give him a kiss, and yeah. if he suddenly comes out all guns blazing, then fine. I, re- I read um, earlier, I'm not sure this is true, but I didn't have time to cross-check it, but I read that it's been three years in recent, recent times where Florentino Perez hasn't been the president of Real Madrid, and they won two league titles in those three years. <laughs> And it's, it's, it's like, what, what? I just go back to the same point again. You know who Rafa Benitez is. He's a certain type of manager. He's not going to play uh, amazing style, style of football, um, but he is probably going to give you trophies and he's probably going to keep, keep the ship sailing quite steadily. Part of me just thinks that they've just got to be in their bonnet about that heavy defeat to Barcelona fairly recently. Yeah. And well, they've got Zidane waiting in the wings, probably yeah. just briefing all the time. Actually, this, this works perfectly for, for Madrid in a sense as well, because they can try Zidane. They clearly want him to be there. There's something, you know, he'd be such a talisman for them. It would be so perfect if he could come in and almost be their Guardiola. Well, that's um, what they want. They want their own Guardiola. Oh, yeah. And Zidane oh, yeah. is, is absolutely that. But he's effectively there in an interim sense, isn't he? They've said he's just going to take over for the rest of the season. They'll see how it goes. So it's, you know, if it doesn't work out, it's 
not particularly, uh, you know, any sort of egg on Zidane's face. And uh, I want, the same for Real Madrid, which I want, is quite a rare situation for them to be in. I want them to poach Phil Neville. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think, Neville brothers it, going is, up against each other. Is there been any talk that they will try and get Mourinho again in the summer? Well, there is a lot of speculation there, but I don't know. But why actually, you know, but that was that was more around when um when Mourinho left his post rather than now. It seems to be the case that, you know, Zidane seems to be the man. But more than that, I mean, how do you think Benitez will get on at Man United? That would be sensationally good. <laughs> that really would be. They'd, they'd hate him, just as the Chelsea fans did. He'd deliver them a trophy. They'd yeah. hate it. Yeah, <laughs> it would be class. It really would be. Um, James Rodriguez is in hot soapy bubble, isn't he, with the police? Yeah. He was clocked by the cops doing twice the speed limit. He was pursued in his Audi in an un, uh, by an unmarked police car. He was doing 125 miles per hour at one point during mm. the chase. Very they, fast. They chased him for over three and a half miles, lasting about 15 minutes all the way to Madrid's training ground. He said he was late for training and couldn't hear their sirens as his music was too loud, which is no excuse. Right. And then he later <laughs> said, oh, and I thought I was being chased by people who were trying to kidnap me. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair if you are in a car chase, mm-hmm. you've got to have a good soundtrack. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Got but to have he didn't a good know he was in a chase, Jim. But he thought he was, was being kidnapped. It was he made that up. It was dueling banjos. Yeah. Allegedly, all those words. And, and to be and to be absolutely fair, if he's doing 125 miles an hour, it does not take you 15 minutes to do three and a half miles. So the police are lying at some yeah. point. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> a fair yeah, point. There's, there's Porky somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder what he was listening to. Who knows, Jim? Probably the Top Gun soundtrack. Yeah, I hope he smashed through a market, spilling oranges yeah. everywhere. Like they do in the films. Yeah. Mm. Uh, should we go to some highlights of the week with Luke North? Hi, guys. Um, it's the highlights of the week time over here. Uh, I've actually got a couple of emails, uh, which are well, well this one you're going to love, Jim, particularly. Hit them with us. Yes. Hit them with, with us. Hit us with them. That's what I meant. Yeah. Hit, the, hit, hit the rhythm stick with me. <laughs> this story is so this, Hit me with my rhythm stick. Sometimes I choose stories and highlights of the week based on people's names and whether I could pronounce them or not. Um, this story is so good, I haven't even been put off by the fact that it's been sent in by Alexander Warner Kulasaria. Wow. Um, he says, um, at the age of 12... Hello, hello, Alexander, by the way. I hope you're well. He says, at the age of 12, I played for the North London-based Hadley Rangers Sunday League team, mm. and my team was managed by my dad, one of them. Um, he, said, <laughs> he said, a certain Mitchell Dennis Burkamp played in the younger side, whose recently retired father was invited to play in the annual Dads versus Managers oh. game. The Iceman started <laughs> the game up front. Started up front, standard. Uh, as a manager, my dad landed the plum role of centre-back against Dennis. And for, the mo- for most <laughs> oh, of the game, no. Dennis took things easy, electing to pass on a few occasions a rotund dad managed to find his feet with the ball. Um, although halfway through the game, Dennis decided to up things a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Collecting the ball on the edge of the box, he glided past my father and to the horror of all of us watching, threw himself onto the ground, no. winning himself a penalty. Oh my goodness. <laughs> My dad maintains to this day that he made no contact with my childhood hero and that Dennis Bergkamp had indeed dived for a penalty in the annual Dads versus Managers match. Dennis picked himself up, dusted himself off and tucked the penalty away in front of a crowd that didn't know whether to cheer, laugh or cry. Oh man! Dennis did none of these things and floated back to the centre circle and what could have been his last game and goal on English soil. <laughs> Cheers, Alex Wanakulasaria. That is Wonderful. a fantastic story about Dennis Bergkamp. <laughs> <laughs> Had to include it. Brilliant. You got another one? Uh, I have. Um, Are you going to hit us with? It's from Michael O'Hare and it's about me. I've given Jim a little Dennis Bergkamp nudge. Now I'm doing one about me. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, Michael says, uh, hello, Hello there, happy new year. On the last preview show, Luke was questioning his own prediction abilities. However, when listening to some old rambles, I believe a prediction he has made about the Euros has come true already. Ooh. On Fridge Weezers at around 33 minutes in, he stated that there would be some unrest in the French squad 
and it would centre around Matthew Valbuena. In true Mostradamus form, it has happened, uh, and this is a great bit of the email, i.e. that blackmail sex tape thing that had happened. I'm sketching the details. I don't know if you should mention it or not. <laughs> uh, no, it happened. Don't worry. And he says, thanks for the, thanks for the, for the show, and, and wow. yeah, I thought you'd be interested in that. So I forgot about that, well. so I thought I deserved a mensch. Um, so I don't need to bring out uh, Mostradamus again this year because I've already done another one there. <laughs> Stop being so cowardly. That was, that was last year. But it happened this... Oh, no, it didn't happen last yeah. year. Yeah. Okay, all right. Watch this space. Hang on, you, need to, you, need, you needed to... Remember a few weeks ago, you were going to do a prediction and we said, no, it was too general and you needed to come back with that. It was about Paul Clement. Yeah, have you brushed it up? It was, yeah, Paul Clement will, will be in the Premier League as a manager at some point, either with Derby or not with Derby, and he will be sacked unceremoniously very quickly. At some point? Yeah. Uh, Normally you give dates. Rejected. Sorry, sorry, we've been going for 10 years, so we've got loads of time. (laughs) Don't shoot the messenger, that's all I'll say. Uh, One of my highlights. The messenger is the only person involved in this case. (laughs) No, sometimes I'm just channeling them. (laughs) Mystic Moore, more than (laughs) Morstradamus. I like to Ronaldinho's brother and agent Roberto saying that he's fielded more than one call from England about uh, Ronaldinho's uh, footballing <laughs> it's skills. Like he's just trying to convince his wife he's had a productive day. Yeah. <laughs> I've fielded more than one phone call today, have you? know, yes, I have got off the sofa. Yeah. And that's why I didn't hoover. Um, the time sponsored by Acarist will be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although he admits Asia or the United States are more likely. Mm, okay. It's a shame. He, he is exactly what Chelsea would have needed. Ronaldinho yeah. now. Yeah. Imagine it. Imagine him going to Villa. Oh, <laughs> Bit of spark. Make it happen. I've got another uh, I've got another uh highlight of the week here if you want it. Yes, from, of course. From, from the excellently named Nicholas Nicholson. Good. Excellent. Uh, he says my highlight of the week was Harry Redknapp. Nick uh, Nick. Harry Redknapp listening listing QPR as his biggest disappointment of 2015. A club he left in January of that year um, after having a strop over not getting another 40 million to spend in January after already creating a higher wage budget than Borussia Dortmund. <laughs> if anything, oh. it should be his knee that's the, the disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> Very quiet on that. Mm. That is fantastic. That is outstanding. Brilliant. Any uh, more for any more, Jim? Yeah, the French Cup, oh, uh, I believe, was in action at the France. weekend. Monaco won 10-2. Lyon won 7-0. KC won 1-0 against uh, a far yeah. lesser opponent. Unbelievable. A win's a win, mate. True. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Go through the next round, don't you, Petey? <laughs> you do. Uh, massive, massive low light for me. Pav, uh, Pavel Sergei, oh, again. Yeah, of course. Terrible. Played for Newcastle not that long ago in his second stint. And, uh, you know, massively missed by uh, Newcastle United, and and I remember if I'm gonna if I could step back in time a little bit, I remember um, Shaq Islop had just taken over from him, like kind of almost permanently. He just mm. wasn't getting his games and stuff, and, and Shaq uh, was was uh, was playing pretty permanently. And, and he should have really been in the doldrums and really make miserable and stuff. Mm. I remember me and my mate went to see uh, Newcastle Villa, I think it was, uh, in, be- in better times for Villa, to be fair. Mm. And uh, we were up at the top of the Gallagher and we were just kind of walking around the posh seats and just sort of going, oh, these seats are nice and posh and soft and stuff. And Pav was taking around, uh, I presume it was his little daughter, and uh, he spent ages talking to us. And like he didn't mm. need to. And he should have been quite annoyed that he wasn't playing and a, a little bit sad and stuff. But he was, the, he, he was such a gentleman yeah. and such... Uh, such a dude so yeah good for him really, really sad to, uh, uh, to, a, to lose him there was a spontaneous round of applause at the Arsenal game for him they were, mm. I think they were going to announce a minute silence um, but everyone just got up and start, got up and started clapping mm. and yeah. um, it, they were just like that, that, just use that instead which is very nice yeah yeah, I, I, I prefer it when it's. I prefer that sort of thing when it is genuine. Just They try to do that in the uh, Newcastle match. I saw it was Everton. Newcastle Everton, and they did. Let's do it at half time. But the problem is, like, you kind of reacting to things on the on the pitch. So some people are booing the referee, and yeah, 
and then and then you've, you're doing like a round of applause for Pavel. It's just, it's, uh, I don't know. It's yeah, much it's, better when it's heartfelt. It's much better when it's just, yeah. it's just, yeah, Pavel is a Geordie. Pavel yeah. is a Geordie. Always will be. Yes. Uh, let's have a website roundup, Jim. Yes. Uh, congratulations to Kelly, who this morning managed to cobble together a weekend highlights, highlights post despite spending the last 10 days lying on the sofa, mainlining party snacks, which is something <laughs> I think My we can blood all type is to. quality street at the moment. <laughs> if you're still peckish, gorge yourself instead on the 12 rambles of Christmas, which are smeared all over the front page of the site like yoga on a bathtub. What yeah. have you done, Pete? Your influence is everywhere. <laughs> Follow Kelly on at Kelly underscore Wells. We do, and nothing bad has happened yet. Excellent. Good. There we are. Any more for any more? I've got nothing more. No? Empty. I am empty of yoghurt. Pete needs his half-full bath. Pete's only just come back from San Francisco. I'm knackered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't miss the return flight home, did you, Pete? <laughs> oh, don't be rude. Good. I will leave it. At that. As I said, as I said on Twitter, I have taken thirty-one flights this year, and only once have I forgotten my passport. One too many. Yeah. <laughs> You've done thirty yeah, already. Right. You think you're used to the process? Anything? Yeah. You should be bang in form. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing we can all agree I'm on, I'm on the beach. You've got no excuse. I'm not, on the, beach. not on the beach. <laughs> I've taken near hundred flights, and I've never forgotten my passport once. Yeah. yeah. You've got no excuse to not know the process. That was thirty-one works. this year. I mean. Well done. All right. Showing off. I'm, 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 going, I'm going to do a plane montage. <laughs> There's Pete going through security. This is the music they always use in the montage. Oh, is that right? In football montages. Oh, oh I'm, I'm Ronnie Rosenthal. I've only missed one open goal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's the one. <laughs> I've been living a lie. Yeah. Right, that's... You headbutt a member of Star. <laughs> <laughs> you called a plonker. You lose a passport. I like the idea that you... Um, the great the great thing about this was, and the only I think Pete was cheeky and trying to get away with this. How was I trying to get away well, with I'll this? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Because you sent, <laughs> you sent a message to the WhatsApp group about something. And I thought, hang on a minute. Minute. Shouldn't he be on the plane now? <laughs> so I replied, saying, "Shouldn't you be flying? Did you miss your flight?" Yeah, miss my flight. <laughs> I didn't miss my flight. Yeah. I didn't miss my flight. I was very much there for my flight. Your passport, Mr. Flight, and my passport. Yeah. You, so you didn't get on flight. the flight. Yeah. My passport, Mr. I remember, flight. I, remember, I bet you at the desk going, ah, oh, what are rules though? Anyway, it's, yeah. like, <laughs> it's like an abstract concept when you think about it. That's just a bit of paper. Will yeah. my Discovery Channel security pass not work? It's got my face on it. Um, Fast four or five minutes, Pete's been cutting out back through the security <laughs> gate thing. It's going boop, 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 boop. I, I think, I, well, I think I upgraded by paying three hundred odd quid for the for the next flight, which isn't that bad actually. But you well, shouldn't no, have to pay. It's, well, no, it's not. It's not. You're not buying a new ticket. The new ticket would have been a grand and a half or something, but it's, oh, okay, it's right. what the ticket was before. Plus, why are we getting into this? Uh, <laughs> and, um, and, but that one had Wi-Fi, so I could watch the Leicester uh, Man City match. Nil-nil. Nil-nil. Did your mate that you went out with also have a, like, get the extra flight with you, or did he meet you there? He met me there. He yeah, met good. me there. Yeah. When, when yeah. you met up with him, did you go, ah, I, got to, I get to watch the football? Yeah. You never. He, I got a lovely plane. It's expensive, though. Three hundred fifty quid to watch that. F- to be fair, the the plane was <laughs> so pleasant. Not even Richard Scudamore would charge <laughs> for that. The Virgin Atlantic plane was so pleasant. Uh, so props to them. Well yeah. done. There we go. Say goodbye, Jim. <laughs> goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Petey. Bye. And it's goodbye from me. I was promised access to the plane. <laughs> And then I watched Legend. I'll hide me for a shooter!
Legend. Oh, that one. I came here yeah. for a shootout. Did you see West Ham? I Ham's? came here for a shootout. <laughs> 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 it's a bit like that. Only doing Tom Hardy as uh, whichever crazy idiot one. The silly one. Who's the silly Ronnie, one? Ronnie, I think. Was Ronnie the mad one? Ron was the I crazy think. one. Was he? I'm right? bloody mad I am. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm really crazy. I like boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a bit weird for you. Hang on a minute. Every single man at the first meeting in a pub at the first year of uni who is from the home county's area. Yeah, my dad's willing with the craze. <laughs> right. I never said that. And they looked after their own. Looked after yeah, their own. Exactly. Yeah. Until um, they wanted something you had. No, not, not the home counties. <laughs> I like, Essex, maybe. I Mostly. Like, hugely. I like boys. Yeah. yeah. I like boys. I know that's a bit weird for you. <laughs> Do you realise what you've just done? <laughs> it's, it, can, it can't get any worse. Every, oh, single, every single day of my life, I get the two following things courtesy of Pete Donaldson. Oh. One is, I'm out shagging every night. And the second one is, hashtag travel on every single <laughs> Instagram. You That's do. your own fault. Either me, that is your own fault. either I or my girlfriend puts on Instagram. <laughs> to be fair, that is your own fault. Absolutely. They should be doing it to your girlfriend, though. Yeah, that's naughty. Yeah. But then. It's naughty, guys. Okay, we're for a shooter. With guns in there. Ah, it's a lovely old snooker hole you've got here. I'll be a real shame for any food we're at. It's a fucking embarrassment. Okay, man. For a hashtag. Okay, we're for a knees up. You Toby. Oh, lovely. I'll open you up like a special delivery. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking can of beans, Toby Mug. I'll eat you like a chrysanthemum. Pair of fucking Capri Suns on me boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a melt. What a little melt. Oh, you melt. <laughs> he holds a proper little digestive. Oh, look at that. Oh, you melt. It's a proper naughty door. With a f- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Naughty with a fucking naughty window. <laughs> Shall we? Yeah, all right. Yeah.